back quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. All right, everybody. Welcome to the seventh episode of Six B's in a P. I am your appropriately sad host now, I guess, Brian Costco, with a sprawling buffet of guests on this week's show. Chris Poland. Hello. Yeah. Ian Wolf. Hey guys, I, you got you said sprawling buffet of guests. I would have gone with cavalcade of co-hosts. Cavalcade of co-hosts, but Chris told me you guys weren't co-hosts, and I told you that we were. All right, fine. A smattering buffet of guests and a cavalcade of co-hosts. Ian Wolf. Yes, sir. Brian Weeby. Yo. <laughs> And for the first time joining us ever here on Six Bs and a P, a historical moment for all involved, Dave Obenauer. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. That is totally to unnecessary. That, <laughs> to clarify, that clapping was for Dave and not for the Browns, who suck. The Browns <laughs> lose today to the Lions. Wait, no, not the Lions. I'm getting ahead of Wait, no, yes, Hell, the Lions. Oh, my God. I was looking at next week's notes. I'm sorry. I didn't even watch the matter. fucking game. And, yeah. We're going to lose to the Packers next week, I have a feeling, as well. The Browns lose to the Lions 31-17 to today. Ugh. Brought back down to reality. Wolf is right, dude. It was a tough one. Though it felt like, it felt like you know, I, it reminded me of, like, going to your hometown on the holidays when you haven't been there in a while. And you're like, oh, man. But then you're like, this is also a very familiar feeling. <laughs> There's that guy from high school who totally sucks. Oh, yeah, Brandon Whedon. That's Brandon Whedon. That's incredible. It's like going back home and having a beer the day after Thanksgiving in your hometown. With Brandon to, Whedon. Oh, there's Brandon Whedon Wearing throwing a ball at some guy's ass again. <laughs> <laughs> I did have some uh, some fry flashbacks. Yeah, right. Boy, Brandon, he's like an amalgamation of every terrible Browns quarterback that's ever existed. I think that's accurate. Just enough hope from each one, you know. Because I agree. Like I, we were texting during the game, and we be actually was like, hey, man, you shouldn't, like, you were sort of like, this is early on. This is before he completely failed at multiple comebacks. (laughs) But you were like, you know, he's doing all right. Give him a chance. Could be a lot worse. And I was like, you know, you're right. And then I just watched him, and I was like, he's – it just goes back and forth between, like – like, he threw some passes, like 20-yard passes that looked awesome. And then there were other times where it was like – Unbelievable! It was like watching like a high school side underhand throws balls up in the air for no crazy reason. Crazy shit! Crazy shit! Like footballs going everywhere. <laughs> Unbelievable! And then obviously, you know, they just didn't do anything in the second half, which has been a reoccurring theme, whether it's Whedon or Hoyer. 
Um, you know, they've been leading at halftime. I mean, they won those games with Hoyer. All the games that Whedon's played that they've lost, they've been winning at halftime, too, you know. I, um, I just want to take umbrage with something you said a me? few minutes ago. Yes, you. What did I say? You said that it's like every other terrible Browns quarterback that he gives you a little bit of hope. I have absolutely no hope no when hope? it comes to Brandon. None whatsoever. Neither do I. I don't either. This That's my so position. Then, what about the rest of you guys, you guys really don't have any any hope at all. Zero he hope. <laughs> he sucks. And I'll, I, felt, I felt like the Brandon Wheaton there in the first half looked pretty decent. But he where did. was he in the second half? He, did you well, see? <laughs> where, did you guys see when he fumbled the ball and he got spun around? Like they picked him up and just spun him around and the ball just like shot out of his hand. And I think it was ruled an incomplete pass, but. I was like, that's what that I would have done. work out for the Browns, though. How, oh, because the dude picked it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Obadiah ran it like 40 yards. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, we covered it uh, last episode, if not before. Um, all, we ex- all we hope from him is that he doesn't fuck up, and he didn't even live up to that. <laughs> no, he does it every week. I mean, Dave, do you – because we talked about this last week, and I was interested to hear your opinions. I know you're, like, a little more positive on Whedon than even in the past. Like, do you think he – I mean, do you you have hope in him? Well, the thing is, I I don't know. I felt like after after the end of Game 2 when we lost, it it really seemed like there was going to be no hope and probably not even any reason to continue watching this season. Like, especially after that Richardson trade, it was like – do I just want to watch the Bengals for the rest of the season? Because, I mean, everybody was saying that the Browns had completely given up on the season. Why would you even say something like that? At that point, they were saying, like, we're going to have our third-string quarterback, and nobody knew Hoyer at that point, and the prospect of two quarterbacks worse than Brandon Whedon didn't sound all that great. But so I mean, to to me, honestly, the point that we're still talking about the Browns and this podcast is still going on this far into the season <laughs> means that there's some some level of hope going on. And... That's not true. This podcast, <laughs> this podcast produced episodes last season when there was no hope whatsoever. If this podcast thrives in the absence of hope. In the absence of hope, we will entertain you mm-hmm. for at least 20% of the time that you're listening to this. I mean, with, with, with Whedon's sporadicness, I feel like there's always hope. Like, maybe he can be good for 70% of the game, and that 30% of the game that he's horrible won't be bad enough to blow it. Biggest lose. It all came at the end, though, this time. It all came in the second and, half. And that's honestly, like, I I didn't watch, like, I think I'd watched, like, up until almost halfway through the third quarter, and then it just got to this point where it's like, all right, we've done everything good we can do. Everything else is going to be pure luck, and either for a good way or a bad way, and I didn't watch beyond that. Good for you. I, <laughs> I spoke I watched, like a true fan. <laughs> I watched all of it. Yeah, I mean, that was the problem. Like, I, I've been sick all weekend, and so I was just been laying around and sleeping anyway, so I just laid on the couch, and I watched the entire thing, and it was terrible. Yeah. You know, like, that interception at the end, I mean, that was the other thing. Like, they were starting to drive down the field. They were only down 21 to 17, I think, at that point. 
And they were driving on the field. And I actually thought to myself, how is this even possible? Like, I was watching Whedon just, like, you know, I mean, lead them down the field, though. And then he threw that interception, um, the one that he's taken complete responsibility for. So I will give him that, I guess. What did he say? It was a, a bonehead, bonehead play? Bonehead. I, that's short-selling it, I think. <laughs> that is short-selling it. <laughs> you should have just taken the sack or thrown. Like, he could have done numerous things. Anyway, it's... This is it really was a hope killer. It was. It was a hope killer. It was, it was a saw. hope killer for me. I was watching, I was, in scare quotes, watching the game on the ESPN Score Center app from the fucking <laughs> Tires Plus in Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth, Minnesota. And even I could tell from that 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 interception was a hope killer. Brandon <laughs> Hope Killer Whedon. Hope Killer Whedon. And Brandon, we're going to, even though you've killed our hope... At least me. I don't want to speak for everybody, but we are going to have a segment later. It's your birthday, Monday. Hey, yeah, Columbus Day. Yeah. We'll somebody, talk about somebody later. cheersing. What just happened? I think somebody cheers. That's fine. It's appropriate. It's his birthday. We. I like Brandon. Hey. I like Brandon Whedon. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. He also isn't any good at baseball, so... He's not any good at baseball, either. <laughs> he's 142 years old, from what we get. Willis McGahee's great-grandfather. Willis McGahee's great-great-grandfather, Brandon Whedon, <laughs> fought at the Battle of Appomattox. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. For so, the South. <laughs> for the South, and then again for the North. No, that would stop us. Yeah. So you watched it from the tire center on Duluth. Even you could see the hopelessness. Tires plus. Watched it on the TV. We all talked about this. Dave stopped watching it. Maybe made the best decision of all of us. Uh, penalties killed him, man. I mean, there were some crazy calls. Not that the Browns probably should have won this game. I know we be like two. We were texting Eddie and and Chris. I guess like, all you guys about those penalties towards the end of the game, especially, were just like that roughing the passer call was total bullshit. Total bullshit. And I think that was a reception with Little on the sidelines. I think it was. I totally agree with that, too. I also would say that the second time in a row, I think it might have even been in the first half, that Joe Hayden got called for pass interference. The second one was not pass interference. Yeah. Joe Hayden kind of fell down on him. Like, I don't know. You sort of a Buster Screenian from last season performance. Buster Screen looked pretty good today, man, I thought, actually. but yeah, I have a suggestion good. for Buster Screen. Yeah. We give him the nickname Gotcha. Gotcha? <laughs> Why gotcha? I just think that would be the greatest <laughs> and most annoying thing a cornerback could do is just, like, every time something happens, go, Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Buster Gotcha Screen. I would, I would like to, if I may, if you guys don't mind me divulging a little information, reading some of these texts that I received while I was traveling across the hinterland uh-huh. about the football game, at which point Brian Costco says we were getting fucked on these calls, which you guys <laughs> spoke about. Brian Weeby says, yep, Brandon Whedon is terrible. <laughs> Chris Poland asks, is it time to put in Bess? Oh, Yeah. Well, no, some other guys are, was their third stringer today. Because Campbell it? was active. They had, like, a cornerback or, like, a special teams guy. It was like, ugh. And I think but, it's time for Devon Best to sit and put uh, put the kick returner in as a wide receiver. That's right, Travis Yeah. He had a nice play, that 45-yard run. That's the longest run the Browns have had all year. 
Oh. Now here's my favorite text I received today. Brian Costco, congratulations, you've you've won. I hate everyone on this bitch ass <laughs> team. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Very nice segue. We've been really getting better at our segues on this show. Well, uh, I don't know. Last week we had a pretty I terrible think, segue. <laughs> I think that the Lions, and I realize I'm upset, guys. My football team did a crappy job today, uh, which I'm used to, but I had hadn't happened the last three weeks, so it was especially harder. But and I might be bitter and biased here, but I think the Lions seem like a bunch of assholes. I'd agree. I would not want to be a fan of that team, and I'm sure if I was, I would be like, fuck the Browns, the Lions are great. I don't know why more people can't be like the Lions. But first of all, Matt Stafford is totally like a frat boy douchebag. Like, he <laughs> sucks. I would, you know what I mean? He just is terrible. And then Calvin Johnson, who I do have a lot of respect for, he's very good, is a whiny asshole, man. Every time Calvin Johnson dropped the ball today, he went, like, stomping towards the referee, like, you know, giving his Academy Award. Like, dude, sometimes you just drop the ball, dickhead. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always a penalty. And then that idiot who caught all the touchdowns, the undrafted four. Oh, yeah. Is this the guy you referred to in the text thread as that fat piece of shit backup tight end? <laughs> I was pretty angry in those text messages. But then he went and scored three touchdowns on three catches today, so I guess he's a better man than I. But still, he did these like stupid dances. Ugh. Yeah. And their coach, Jim Schwartz, is such an idiot, too. Would your, would your opinion have changed if they were good dances? Maybe. Yeah, if you're gonna pull the sharpie out of his sock, <laughs> but I mean, and then like you got Sue and stuff like, or Suh, you know, he's just kind of like a jerk too. And I'm sure, like I said, if I played, if I was a fan of that team, I'd be really pumped that that guy played for my team. I'd be like, take that, everybody else. But watching it as a Browns fan, you know, like I was just sort of like, man, and maybe it's because my team isn't good enough to showboat like that. <laughs> Like, you imagine Brandon Whedon, like, you know, well, he hasn't even ever done anything. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to celebrate. Nothing to the point where, like, he, even Brandon Whedon was convinced that, like, you know, maybe he threw a touchdown and took the lead, but, I mean, everybody, including Brandon Whedon, was thinking right then, like, "Uh uh-oh, they could still, (laughs) we might not have that for very long. So Brandon Whedon's not going to do, like, no fake, like, signature with a Sharpie from his sock or... Yeah. If Brandon Whedon actually does something good, he, in my book, he's free to go now. So he can climb up on top of flagpole and do the Charleston <laughs> all day long for all I care. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe he's like, whip, whip his dick out, possibly. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's family-friendly <laughs> entertainment, Brian. Maybe. Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. He's still good. They could blur that out. Brandon Whedon is a lot. Of, I agree. They would just color it pink for breast cancer. the thing about Whedon is is like I don't mind saying how terrible he is because I want to be proven wrong like I have no problem coming on here next week if the Brandon Whedon scores three touchdowns and the Browns win and being like Brandon Whedon you're awesome I was wrong because I will but (laughs) he has not done that like 
that Bills game, you know, he did a really he did a good job in that Bills game, and he did what we have talked about over and over again is the only way that this team can win with Brandon Whedon. All of those things happened. There was like barely any penalties, no turnovers. You know, he had a, doesn't fuck up. Doesn't fuck up. And this week was not like that. Like every both of those things were terrible. And arguably, you know, the Lions are a little better than the Bills, probably. Probably. Thad Lewis was quarterbacking the Bills this week. They almost beat the Bengals. Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. When did uh, they stop the calling him Thaddeus? Oh, that's a good good question. Uh, around the time of the fall of the Roman Empire is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Thad, we'd love to have you on the show. Thaddeus, mm-hmm. you too. Yep. Um, so I think we. Do you want much Thad back? He looked kind of good. Yeah, I text. I think at one point I texted, "Why did we get rid of Thad Lewis?" Because I mean, good, good God. I bet you um, mean Charles going up a flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they want to say about this game before we move on? I like Duluth. Is that it's, you like Duluth? You, like you enjoyed your time in Duluth. Not really about this game, but okay. But I was there concurrent with the game happening. Lots of memories. Lots of places that that game happened. Well, did they have good memories of this? I don't. You know what? We'll talk about this off air. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about Duluth. We'll have a special like a bonus podcast where Ian just talks about Duluth. Six six we'll D's in a P. Six <laughs> D's in a P. Six Duluths and something. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Pancake. We'll figure it out. Well, we'll discuss it. Um, so next, before we go to a break, we have some really exciting. So you know, we figured with the loss, you know, we've had a few great episodes here in a row where we've, you know, it's just been unusual to say the least to be that happy and excited. Um, we thought we would bring some of that excitement back by this week, despite the loss, by introducing a new twist on an exciting twist on a segment that we've had here. I'm happy to announce we're doing this week's. Broken Bandwagon live in studio. All of us together in the same place. Do we applaud? Uncensored. Pierogi Mountain Fresh Cake Hotline. No, you know what? In honor of our newest guest this week, the Ghetto Blaster Magazine Fresh Cake Hotline. Oh, wow. Because apparently my involvement means nothing. Chris, shut the fuck up. Oh, we didn't let you mention it. Dave's the Thank you for that. No problem. <laughs> it's not going to happen again. <laughs> no, we'll do next week. We'll do um, something. We'll do Chris Poland's um, wrestling. We'll do. We'll plug the wrestling podcast. That'll be the hot take. Well, hot well, take fresh. Well, Thank now you. my question is, what about me? We will do. Well, I mean. <laughs> How are we going to sponsor a phone hotline for shaking dicks down underneath the bridge? I have a website. <laughs> Ian, why don't you go ahead and plug that website? It is shakingdicksunderneaththebridge.blogspot.com. All right. And he's on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Is dicks with three X's? It's with uh, seven K's, actually. Seven K's, oddly enough. Uh-huh. And, and a Z. All right. So we're going to do Broken Bandwagon live in studio, all of us here at the Aqua Beer Compound, um, with Brian Weeby. So all I guess right. we just Woo. Get on the Weeby. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 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 So are we are we doing this Woo! thing now? Is it Woo! going? Woo! Are we rolling? Woo! 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 
All right, we've got a new segment, and I like the barking. Maybe we can incorporate that within the segment. No. Hypothetical hot seat, where we put our host, Brian Costco, oh. on the hot seat with five hey. hypothetical questions. Okay. I've got to answer them quickly. We, Quick. It'd be nice to have a set amount of time. I don't know what that should be yet, but uh, we'll just go quick. Well, what are the okay. questions first, and I can tell you how much time you should have. <laughs> they got to be a surprise. Oh, Stop ruining. This is why Broken Bandwagon works better when it's just Brian. All right, here we go with the hypothetical hot seat. Brian okay. Costco, here it comes. Brandon Whedon, if he were to play lights out football for the remainder of the season, would you want him to be your quarterback next season? Yes. Surprising. Are you a chud, a Norv, or a Hort? Ooh, I, uh, I'm a chud, man. I like my man Ray Horton, but I'm a chud, chud fashion. You're addicted to Chud. I'm addicted. <laughs> you might as well face it. I'm addicted to Chud. Well, you've seen that picture of him in the 80s, man. You're doing a good yeah. Chud. Would you I'm rather saying, have Kevin uh, Costner or Tim Tebow as the next Browns quarterback? <laughs> Kevin Costner. All right. McGahee or Richardson? McGahee. If yeah. You, if upon his death, not wishing death upon him, you could donate Brandon Whedon's body to baseball. Would you do it? His leg bones would be bats. His hide turned into fielding gloves. Maybe make his guts into pine tar. Would you? Yes. All right. That concludes this edition of Hypothetical Hot Seat with Brian Costco. <laughs> Thank you. So, you'd really want Whedon back next year? Dude, if the Browns, if Whedon plays lights out football, that means the Browns are going to win most of their games and go to the playoffs. And if he keeps doing that in the playoffs, that means they might go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't get. I have said before, and I will say again, Adolf Hitler, dude, could do that, and I'd be like, I still don't agree with his politics, but he is a fantastic quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. I know you don't agree with uh, Whedon's politics. We've discussed that I don't, at length in private. I don't think so. I don't think so. Have we? <laughs> No, I, I was just making. I was doing. What do you thing. think? Jesus Christ! So is that Brian? Was that all a broken bandwagon this week? Yeah, I, I mean, figured there'll be enough uh, ranting and raving That's to true. go around. That was pretty fun. I like that. So why don't we, before we get into the rest of the episode here, why don't we take a quick break? I'm not. Again, I've been having fun with this. I'm not really sure what this will end up being. Uh, maybe a classic play, perhaps. Break Something up the episode. cool. Something cool, nonetheless. Last week we heard some audio that was actually from the dudes that play outside the Browns games, the guys with the saxophone and buckets. So that was pretty cool. So uh, we'll be right back uh, here on 6Bs and a P on AquabearLegion.com.
nice little break there. That was great. Something awesome, nonetheless. I don't know what it was. Um, welcome back. Brian Costco here on 6Bs and a P with a buffet of co-hosts, a smattering cavalcade of guests, <laughs> a bushel of buddies. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to use Brian that Weeby, one in my real Dave life. Obenauer, Chris Pollan, Ian Wolf. Bushel of buddies. That's what we are. Bushel, yeah. <laughs> it's like the least intimidating gang ever. That's some more of those bees in that title, right? <laughs> yeah. We're up to nine bees. Bushel of buddies. Oh, God. Am I going to have to start fucking um, guessing again? No. God, no. No, no. That's never happening again. That was such that a successful bit. It did not. Someone finally, I forget when it I forget who it was. Someone finally was like, why is this not there, but that guy's still guessing the title? I saw it. Let's see if we can find it. I'm going to question the veracity of that. Well, no, I think I, it was might have been... Anyway, um, we've got a couple more exciting things we want to get to this week. Even though the Browns lost, we are trying to improve everyone's mood. Ian found a pretty sweet article about... Harry Potter. That's right, the Harry Potter. One Harold Potter. <laughs> One Harold Q. Potter. Um, and well, Daniel Radcliffe, the guy that plays him, and about his fantasy football team, which is called what, Ian? It is called Barkevius Mingo's Mum. And why is it called that? Because apparently he's become taken with our American football. He likes that we put our hands on it or something. I don't know. I didn't read the article. On the other? On the football. <laughs> Believe it or not. The old and, fetish ball. Okay, that's, uh, that's too much. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, he likes it, and he came across the name Barkevius Mingo and thought it was awesome that somebody's mother would name their child Barkevius. Which is 100% true. He is absolutely yeah. correct in that. So, that awesome. I'd like to give a shout-out to Secret Browns fan, Daniel Radcliffe, a.k.a. Harry Potter. Harry Potter! Harry Potter! He wanted to be on the show, the but jobs. I don't think we had time for him this week. It is kind of fun to think of all the moms in Cleveland that might name their kid Barcavius this season. It's true. There's got to at least be a few, right? Yeah. And Hugh Tavius? Hugh Tavius. That's even better. If only he were good at football. Hugh Tavius? Yeah. Hugh Tavius, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, I guess. I think. Nah. Um, we mentioned earlier as well that it was one Brandon Whedon's birthday. And speaking of Brandon Whedon, um, there's great. he's got great T-shirts about him on your way into the Cleveland Browns Stadium. <laughs> you know, about you know his last name. But there's some pretty funny ones, so he's got that at least. What do they um, say? Like, hey, put weed in my brownies and stuff. They don't even make any sense. Just like, I just love it because he's such a goofball. You know what I mean? Like, he's a. I believe the other uh, someone uh, was it. Bernie Kosar called me a skinny goof dick a few episodes ago. Yeah, he's still out in the parking lot wandering around. He <laughs> wandered around mm-hmm. looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brandon Weeden's kind of a goof dick. That's but anyway, sad. it's his birthday. <laughs> you calling a man a goof dick on his birthday? <laughs> yeah, well, his birthday is tomorrow. We're recording this on oh, Sunday. Well, fuck it. He's a goof dick. He's a goof dick. His birthday is on Monday. So uh, Six Bees and a P wants to wish Brandon Whedon a happy 112th birthday. Uh, 
we look forward to you being the quarterback for the rest of the year. We're just being nice since his birthday. I was going to take umbrage with that as well, but since it's his birthday, yeah. I won't. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not real. I wanted to know what each of you guys would get Brandon Whedon for his birthday. Chris? Um, encouragement, maybe a pat on the back. Nice. Uh, and tell him, hey, buddy, go out there. Don't fuck okay. him. Try hard. Try yeah. harder, I think. Nice, nice. Dave? Um, I, I don't know. A subscription to Ghetto Blaster. Ian? I would get him a one-way ticket out of town and a swift kick in the pants. (laughs) (laughs) To a nice nice town, at least? Nope. Nope. I'd send him to Lancaster, Ohio. Send him to Lorraine and then to Lancaster. Mm Mm-hmm. Brian Weeby, who would you give to Brandon Weeby for his birthday? I'd give him a can of corn and a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So the well, first meal's free, the rest of them he has to fend for. <laughs> <laughs> Something, yeah. I was I just in the northern part of Minnesota, and that's basically how most of those people get by. Can of corn and a gun. <laughs> can of corn and a pistol. Seriously, everybody's fucking armed up there. It's crazy. Except for you. Yeah, like, uh, my girlfriend and I, we were at this cabin, and we were the only people in the entire campground without an RV, four-wheeler, or gun. All of those things? We had none of those things. Everybody else had all of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Am I getting them for my birthday? Who? Who, who is that? Hey, it's, it's, it's me, Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon, everybody. Live here oh, wow. I swear... You never know who's gonna come through these doors. He materialized so out of thin air, <laughs> like like a magician put him here or something. Some, he came. Uh, there were presents here. I saw what happened. He came sliding up out of the ground head first. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, yeah, I'm already from baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandon, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm all right. Okay. How's that thumb of yours? Well. I was uh, I set up the old backstop in the backyard and just started whipping baseballs at it a couple weeks ago. I think it's getting better. That doesn't seem like the best way to rehab your thumb. Oh man, I'm throwing strikes, double plays. <laughs> I'm turning double plays. Did you see that today? <laughs> I did see that. I, was... <laughs> I got so... that grounder and then I tried to flip it and turn the double play. But then the other team caught it and ran. Uh, around the bases. Have we... Brandon Whedon here on the Ghetto Blaster magazine, Fresh Take Hotline. Uh, Brandon, happy to have you on the show. Uh, eh. I, what I don't understand... <laughs> he... What you say? What'd you say, Ian? I said, eh. Yeah, he was not feeling it. It's Mini, nice to be here, guys. Thank you. Mini, Thank I you am for not happy to have you God bless show. you guys. Thank you. Well, watch, watch your language there, sir. Um... We we had you. I just have you thought about throwing a football maybe instead of a baseball during the rehab? Well, uh, you know, I feel like a baseball is a, a, it's delicate, um, okay. and you get to you, you know rock and fire. Okay, right. I'm with him. 
I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take umbrage with your assessment of a baseball because I'm taking umbrage tonight. I am taking umbrage. I got my email from dictionary.com this morning. Footballs are squishy. Shut up and listen, Brandon <laughs> Whedon. All right. You call it you call it baseball delicate, but it is solid. It's a solid mass. It's got the rubber core. It's wrapped in twine, horsehide. A baseball is just or football rather is just full of air. That's the delicate thing. So not only are you terrible at football, you're terrible at thinking and speaking. Craftsmanship. Uh, Craftsmanship. Yeah. Well, I know I've said a lot of... You know, I I like to think about corn with the tassels in the breeze. And sometimes to rile up the guys in the dugout, I go, come on, let's can his corn. (laughs) (laughs) In the dugout? Mr. Weed in the dugout? Yes, yes. You know, where, where, where we sit. Do you, Brandon, do you know that, that you're actually playing football and, and not baseball? That's a good question, Dave. Good question. Brandon? <laughs> I just keep throwing strikes. Throwing strikes. Double plays. Oh, my God. You're I'm not sure. I mean, well, I don't, he has the I don't mind like of a child. When the other pitchers play either. Okay. Well, how did you feel, Brandon, about watching Brian Hoyer play? I just feel like if I started every game, we'd be 5-0. and Six games. There have been six games. And you started six, some of them six and, and you lost. Six and <laughs> Brandon, do you feel your problem um, has been that you don't have a relief pitcher in these games? It's like ah, you go out and have like two or three good innings and you just can't feel it in the fourth inning? Yeah. Don't feed into his Hold delusions. On, I, need Hold on. Oh, I think that's a good question, though. Yeah, Brandon Whedon, before you answer, I want to say, Dave, your first question was good. Your second question, better. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think? I, is that a looking for a relief? A closer is absolutely delicately crucial. I mean, I want to take what? umbrage with that, too, as a baseball fan. you got to stop saying umbrage. So much with the umbrage. But, I mean, it's a lack of home runs. Okay, that's what's holding the Browns back. By whom? I'm throwing the balls. I can't hit the home runs, too. That's true. I designated Delicate hitter thing. in Cleveland, I guess. It's... So how did you feel watching Brian, Brian Hoyer succeed out there when you had failed? I just feel like I would have done it better. <laughs> but he won and you lost. That's what I don't understand before I don't mean to be mince words. <laughs> Rocket fire. Humbabe, right. humbabe. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I think All right. We need to find Brandon Whedon some advice on how to play quarterback. Man, if only there was a, a, a veteran quarterback somewhere around. If only. Hmm. 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 Well, anyway. well, he's really old. Brandon Whedon's pretty old. Brandon, how old are you? 50. <laughs> yeah, to think about that a moment. Yeah, think about that. That's how old he is. It takes longer for his mind to work. So, are you turning fifty-one or fifty-one? Fifty-one. Right, fifty-one. You're going to be fifty-one before you leave, Brandon. Um, leave us for tonight. What do you got? Big birthday plans? Any big birthday plans? Uh, uh God, I don't know. Disney. Hey, right, Disney. Disney. Like going, you're going to Disney? Or are you just going to like watch The Little Mermaid and pass out in your jammies? 
Rainforest Cafe. Okay. Rainforest. All right, Brandon Weeden, everybody, on the Ghetto Blaster Magazine Fresh Take Hotline. Are we going to let him stick thank, around? Thank you, God bless. Send him out. All right, no, we're, I think we want him to go. Maybe Bernie can give him a ride somewhere. <laughs> Bernie, is Bernie out there still? That would he's, be a good mentor. He's still, I don't know. Still there. I think he's peeing on someone's car. But Weeden didn't go out there. He just disappeared again into thin air. Uh, yeah, where right. did he go? I'm concerned that that guy thinks he's playing baseball, man. I'm concerned that he's a fucking wizard or something. Yeah. Maybe well, if he... My main concern is that he's kind of retarded. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, slow, what's the polite word? I don't know. I think Riri I or Retardo. Touched. <laughs> he's touched. He's Michael Landis style. I... I would have felt bad about some of the things that I've said about him when he was here, but even if he threw a punch, it would have just gone into the hands of somebody else. <laughs> oh, put it burns. Dang, put that on a t-shirt. And Let's, that'll be on a t-shirt, I'm sure. Let's go sell them. Okay. We need to figure out a game to go to as well. Oh, I know one other thing I wanted to bring up about the game today against Detroit before we got further into the episode. Um, the announcers that I had from Fox were terrible. And besides calling people the wrong names, like, all the time, the one yeah. guy just started calling everyone by their first name, <laughs> cool jerk, like, the guy that's trying to be cool at like, a party. Like, he's like, oh, Matthew is so over there talking to Calvin, and they just really thought Tony, you know, you get more involved in the game. And I was like, because I was kind of in and out of consciousness, and I was just like, who is he talking about? Like, why... Oh. And they spent more time talking about touchdown dances than they did anything else, I think. Well, as I get older, these touchdown dances sure do get crazy. That's, that's, open dancing. that's about the same level of commentary I was getting from the uh, backwoods goofballs watching the Vikings games at a tire yeah. center in Duluth. Didn't the Vikings lose? Oh, they got hammered. It was like 28-3, I think, last night. Tough stuff. Um, Steelers check in for the week. They win. Ah. Against the Jets, who the Browns have to play, I think, at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Yeah, they, they win against them, but they're still in last place. One and four. The Browns at three and three are ahead of them. Go so Browns. Go Browns. Um, tied for second. Tied for second. No, right? Oh, yeah, with the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Bengals in first place at four and two. Dave, you can go watch those fucking bands. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I still can't believe you said that. Right? <laughs> who, who that was a guys, it's his first episode. Go easy. Yeah, who let him in, though, Chris? <laughs> good series of questions with Brandon Whedon, I thought Dave had. I mean, didn't, didn't you guys experience the depth of despair after that Trent Richardson trade? Like, as soon as you heard oh, it. That was terrible. I was pleased as punch. Ian does not like I, I, like, Ian, I think you had some really good points, like, but it took me a good like day or two to understand those. Like, it was all despair before then. Well, I, I read an article. You saying that. I read an article today this morning about how crappy he's been for the Colts. Like, somebody was like, "Hey, <laughs> he's only averaging two point eight yards a carry." Was that the extent of the whole article? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Was it they were like we. There was actually people like there was starting to be some Colts fans that were just like we got ripped off. Like we don't have a first round pick now. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so whatever. 
But you're right. It was pretty despair. It was. It, I was not. I thought they were giving up. You know, and you know, Hoyer start in the next game, and that's why I think it's so funny that you ended up a few games later being back in this position where Brandon Whedon was the starting quarterback, which is what it was supposed to be. And the Browns were three and two. I would have been pretty happy with that, you know. But I don't know. Hoyer is a lot better. better. Than... Yeah. It, Hoyer knows how to play football. I'm not. Brandon Whedon's playing baseball. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And again, not very well. He's got the sliding down, but the rest of it seems to. There was a. There was a run he took off today at one point and ran, and he got rocked. He didn't slide at all. He just got, like, ragdolled. There were a few times, yeah. Well, he saw a guy in all those pads and just assumed it was the catcher and he needed to break up the play. <laughs> He's going for home. Is he still around? Can we ask him? Brandon, are you here? Okay, he's gone. He's gone. I think you have to call him. It's like I dream a genie or something. Or he's saying his name three times and he'll appear. Uh, I don't want those words in my mouth. <laughs> That's what he banks on. Um, tweet of the week this week. Not that um, many. We're doing this Sunday night. Um, do we need a theme song? Theme song, Ian. It's the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. We got two of them again. One, the better one, which it was retweeted by Dogs by Nature. It's not from a Browns player. There wasn't that many to choose from, but and I, I think this is interesting because it's it's an interesting fact and also a completely useless one. If only the hashtag Browns played 30 minutes, they'd be 6-0. First time team undefeated through six weeks at halftime since at least 1960. <laughs> That's from Daryl Reuter originally, at Reuter, R-U-I-T-E-R, wrong Can fan. Can change the rules of football? Yeah, he's like, well, hey, if football wasn't played the way that it is, and instead <laughs> these rules, we'd be undefeated. I feel like your description of that tweet was accurate for this podcast, that interesting but useless. Useless. <laughs> so, yeah, we're the Daryl Reuter tweet of podcasts. 22H. Our second, <laughs> our second tweet of the week comes from Brad Smelly, who, I have to be honest, I don't think is even on the team anymore. <laughs> That's a real person, Brad Smelly. He's a real person. He, they <laughs> uh, that's him. unfortunate. It really is. They drafted him in the last round, like last year. All right. Check him it's out. It's cool. He, he moved uh, in with Owen Marichich. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're having a little like they got a little bro pad. Somewhere. Little crappy fullback bro pad. O'Neill Cousins <laughs> lives upstairs. Yeah, O'Neill yeah. Cousins. Yeah. They got. Uh, Thad Lewis staying in the basement. Mitchell Schwartz doing their taxes. <laughs> Miguel Schwartz is sure you Brad Smelly, who, uh, of course, Twitter handle at Brad Smelly. But that's EY at the end, don't be fooled. Brad Smelly with a <laughs> hard hitting tweet Will Farrell is back. Hashtag Anchorman Dose. <laughs> <laughs> And I love this shit, man. Like, on Twitter, I love it. Like, I love that Brad Smelly's like, hey, I'm going to let everyone know Will Ferrell is back. <laughs> I was like, I didn't go and look this week, but I am, we we're huge fans on this show of Dante Stallworth, who now apparently is some sort of, like, left-wing reptilian Illuminati Rand Paul ass hat. Um, 
And I just love how like, him and Tony, him and Tony Pachos will be like, the government's a hologram, you know? And it's just like, thanks, guys. Like, where would we have been if you hadn't have been there to tell us that? That's Good God. Tell me more news. about this hologram government theory. That's a very good <laughs> It was on like, CNN on election night, like 2008. <laughs> I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> um, Don Fleming Memorial Trivia Question. Pretty, yeah, we got a good one here for all of you guys. There's four of you. should be pretty fun. Sponsored this week by Ghetto Blaster Magazine, your one source for force that isn't aquarelegion.com. Which that is your one force. force. What, Maybe what Ghetto Blaster could be your one force <laughs> for source. Yeah. Hey, can, I, can, I, can I use this moment to uh, uh, plug my uh, tagline for what, what I think should be Ghetto Blaster's tagline? Yeah, totally. Uh, Ghetto Blaster Magazine. 50,000 stoned losers can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good demographic. <laughs> that's one that we hope to tap into on this show. <laughs> like uh, the Don Fleming Memorial Trivia question this week. We have, um, well, we have... I got two to pick from, and I still didn't really decide, and they're both all right, I guess. Do them both. Let's do them both. This one is a year I'm looking for, and I'm going to give you guys... I'll give you guys a multiple choice on it, okay? Yeah. What? Nothing. Well, fine. You can do closest without going over. Or <laughs> no, actually, what do you have for the next one? Okay. Oh, my God. Wind? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ramp it down a notch, okay? Oh, when nice. was the last time the Browns and the Lions met in a game with winning records? That's what happened today. The Browns and Lions both 3-2. and two. When was the last time they met with winning records? Was it 1984, 1970, or 1993? Chris? Oh, I get the first dibs? Um, yeah. I will go with 1984 because I like those old Apple commercials, but not the book. Nice. Dave? Uh, I'll go 1970 because it's the only other one I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I like it. Weeby. <laughs> Was it 93? 93. Ian? I'm going to take Umbridge. Oh, God. <laughs> You're only giving the four of us three choices, so now we have to double up. Pick another one. Now we take mine. Take mine. No, we be took the answer I wanted to give. So no, give that one. I don't, I'll take 92. All right. I'll take no, 98. I'll take 94. All right, fine. Dave, you're right, 1970. Woo! 43 years since that's happened, apparently. Is that right. Should I leave myself a message as uh, Carl Castle now? Yes. Uh, And this one will do closest without going over, so I want you guys to all just guess at it, okay? And don't worry about copying from each other. We've mentioned that the Browns have had a lot of starting quarterbacks since 1999. 19, I believe? Yep. But how many starting quarterback changes have been made since 1999. So in other words, game to game. I think I saw this during the game, so I'm going to back out. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I thought I heard the game too during the game too, but I I don't know if I remember it though. Well, yeah, well, I don't well. Don't know that well, I remember the it number. It falls to Ian. <laughs> I remember the exact the number, game. I think, but I want Ian to guess. Now Ian I'm gonna guesser. I'm gonna take umbrage with the fact that you didn't give me choices. Are you using umbrage correctly? Um, they make they make soccer shorts, right? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 24. Ooh, okay. so low. So low. God damn fuck! <laughs> Chris. I, I think I saw it. Do you still want me to guess? It's not really know. a guess. Did the rest of you guys see it? Yeah. I saw it's it. 41. I honestly don't it is 41. Know what I thought it was. Yeah, 41. It's 41. So somehow we all got it right and you got it wrong still. Well, that's something that was... for 42. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was Don Fleming Memorial trivia question. Everybody, well, everybody won. Dave will just call everybody and leave messages. Um, <laughs> Dave, don't call me. We, we got some exciting news. <laughs> He's going to call you twice. Uh, call, me three, call me three times. Six P's and a P is working hard to uh, spread our podcast around to new people's ears who might like the Browns or people being sad about the Browns. And we are excited to announce Ian got us on Stitcher. I don't even know what that is, I have to say. Stitcher is an app. It's available on Android or iOS devices at Streams Podcasts. All right, we're on that. You just search 6Bs and a P? Yep, 6B1P works, 6Bs and a P. We're the third listed thing when you search Cleveland Browns. Yeah. All right. Go on. Yep. Oh, we're just hoping that Cleveland Browns fans are uh, technologically adept. Well, let's not insult them right away. <laughs> Maybe then. You know. Too late. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. yeah, true. Um, we're also in the Windows Store. Uh, well, once I email the guy back, we will be. I well, jumped on a little bit. It was up, right? Uh, so this ain't gonna go up till Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We will be on the Windows Store once he emails some guy. Yep. And we're still we're still waiting on iTunes. Yeah, Steve Jobs, what the shit, man? Is that who you yeah. sent it to? That might be yeah, like Jobs at Apple.com? I think that's right. Yeah, that's, that's who I sent that it to. Sounds right. Sounds right to me. Um, so please do your part. If if you like what we do, do your part and you know share this podcast, share this link. Um, find us on Facebook. Just search six B's and a P. You can also find us on Twitter. At 6B1P. Um, and, you know, listen to the show and tell your friends. Yeah, our, uh, our salaries are getting out of hand, so the more people that listen, the more money we make. That's true. Wait, you're getting a salary? Yeah. Oh, Brian, I forgot we weren't telling him. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Not just him. Well, he every... gave a handsome sum of money to appear on this episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta collect the fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's important. Uh, Chris, no cool. favors in this world. No favors. Nope. Well, Chris, you're making a lot of money off of your uh, wrestling podcast, aren't you? Uh huh. No. <laughs> what about that ghetto blaster phrase you came up with? <laughs> yep. Has <laughs> has Dave's check cleared yet? I'm I'm rolling in it. Rolling in what it is. I'm rolling in it music. Rolling in it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we do. All right. So next week, Browns play the Packers. Oof. Uh, boy. 
They haven't looked that great this year, but I'm sure they're going to probably beat the Browns, right? We need yeah. to get Rick I, I, I don't know. Chris? They did They did lose Randall Cobb. Yeah, and James Jones, I heard. Yeah. James Jones died a long time ago in South America. <laughs> no, not Jim Jones. Oh. Oh, the guy oh, from My Morning Jacket? Not James Jones. I was thinking James <laughs> Earl Jones. Oh, it's Jim James. <laughs> um, Chris, do you think we could try to get Rick on next week after the Packers game? Sure. I don't think that, that – well, uh, I don't know if he can figure out – yeah, he can figure out Google+. Plus. I'm sure well, he can. He's still he's, at Greenwich Mean Time, isn't he? He's still – he's a couple yeah, years younger than Whedon. He can figure out technology. Yeah, Whedon is working on it, though. It's not a like – but, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll do my best to uh, get him connected. Sweet. Rick, of course, living in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and Packers fan by way of Great Britain. You know, the only uh, – the two – NFL games I've been to are Browns versus Bengals with you, Brian Costco. And uh, I went to visit Rick one year for his birthday, and his wife surprised him with two tickets to a Packers preseason game. Oh, cool. I got to join him for that. That was a lot of fun. Now, some people listening probably don't know just who Rick is, but I'm going to explain to you how British Rick is. (laughs) I played cricket in his backyard during halftime of an English World Cup match. That's how British Rick is. Very. That's what I just said. <laughs> Very British. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll get Rick on next week. But, yeah, what do you guys think? Do you got a chance against the Packers? Predictions? Nope. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, right? Good night, everyone. <laughs> yeah, does anyone think they can win that game? Seriously? Who did they play today and they had trouble with them? Baltimore. I mean, <laughs> I think we can make it a dirty game. We can make it, you know, like an ugly game. And maybe when we ugly them up, we uh, lose by two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take it. I would take a loss by two. Ugh. Dave, it's possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. <laughs> as hopeful as one can be, but yeah, it'll. If it's a win, it won't be pretty. But maybe we can make something ugly happen. Well, it's just like the Ohio State motto says: "With God, all things are possible." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Problem is, there is but, no but, God. Browns are going to lose. Wow. <laughs> nothing, wow. is yep. nothing, nothing is possible. Nothing is possible. <laughs> With Brandon Whedon, are are all things possible? Yeah, with Brandon uh, Whedon, all things you mean losing? Yeah, yeah that's uh, the slogan. Brandon Whedon's slogan is "With me, nothing is possible." <laughs> is, is he around? Can we ask him what he thinks of that. No, he's, he's gone. gone. Okay, all right. yeah. <laughs> took off a while ago. And oh, then he's out in the parking lot with Bernie. And then they have the uh, Chiefs next week. After that. Which used to was like a yeah, we get to beat up on old Browns players. <laughs> Which is even more frightening. <laughs> but it's hopeful, right? They turned it around in yeah. one season. Now they're all gone. Uh, yeah, Cornell's gone. And all yeah, because it got rid of Peyton Hillis. <laughs> you guys remember that guy? Yeah, I, I do guy. remember that guy. Uh-huh. He was on the cover of a video game. 
I know. I play that video game still. That's the most recent version of. I remember he, he was running through the line, clutching his Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember he didn't play because he had strep throat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Good. So times. yeah, I mean, two tough games in a row: Packers and then Chiefs. I'm not feeling too hopeful at this point. So we're previewing the next two games. I'm just assuming that means we're taking next week off. No, we'll do next week. I mean, I just thought it was two games that were pretty similar against, you know, better teams. <laughs> it's a games that the Browns are going to lose. <laughs> they share the common thread of being games the Browns will lose. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So we're going to – that'll be it for this week on 6Bs and a P. I want you guys to plug your stuff. Chris, we're starting with you, and then next week you're doing the Fresh Take Hotline. I am? Chris Poland, Fresh Take Hotline. Oh, okay. No, I mean, it can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, yeah. As long as you write a check to okay. me personally. Yes. Hmm. For how much? Uh, we'll talk about that off air. Um, sure. Uh, getablastermagazine.com or the actual physical copy um, of the magazine. I do not think our readers are stoned losers. I just think it's a funny saying. Um, rockstarprowrestling.com. There's podcasts that I do up there. And uh, aquabairlegion.com. Your one source for force. I have things there occasionally. Awesome. Uh, Ian. Yes. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I am on... I am on Twitter at Ian Jacob Wolf with an E. Uh, I'll be on the radio on kvse.org sometimes, usually Friday afternoons or Saturday nights. All right. Weeby? No plugs. <laughs> Weeby? No plugs. Nothing, nothing from Weeby. Uh, <laughs> Nothing to plug. Uh, I feel like Dave, it didn't come through the first time. Yeah. Brandon Whedon is trending on Facebook. It just showed me. Facebook trends now? Yeah, they ripped that off. It's pretty terrible, but Brandon Whedon is doing it, apparently. Yeah, well, you know, at least he's got that going for him. <laughs> is Sucky Quarterback trending as well? Oh, oh there's, a great, there's a great picture of him getting smashed by... Sue, it's awesome. Let's use this uh, aural media to discuss a visual form. Let's I know, it's picture. There's a great video and GIF, too, as well, of him throwing that last interception. <laughs> See, that is the only footage I've seen from the game, and I just assume that that sums up the entirety of it. It doesn't oh, make... this guy called it, said he killed all the hopes, too. There's some great stuff here in this Brandon Whedon, Brandon Whedon trending thing. What are we going to have next week on? We listen to Brian Costco browse Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could be good, man. That might be my other podcast, FV's in a P. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Take that. Um, that podcast empire starting. Dave, do you have anything to plug? Uh, Ghetto Blaster, as Chris mentioned, the new issue just came out with uh, the dismemberment plan. They're back together, and they're on the cover. Um, that was a cool story to do. And um, I also just turned in a game review to Chris, and he'll be posting that on Ghetto Blaster Magazine probably in the next week or so, and I'll have a couple more. Don't game. hold your breath. 
coming up uh, <laughs> coming up through Chris to some new board games we got in the mail, so it's fun stuff. Wait, what's the game review? The game, uh, the game is what Phantom Society. It's a a board game about um, hunting for ghosts in a hotel in Scotland built over a whiskey distillery that's haunted. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's it's not great, but it's Gee, pretty fun. Do you have your review pulled up on your computer? Uh, I could. Can you, you read gotta, it to us? Word you got to pay for that. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> read the whole thing. We need to build time. We've got time. <laughs> That's all right. I'll 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 leave you waiting. It's a teaser. Ian yeah. uh, in the business, they call that a teaser. Is that a segue? A segue. Did you say And I also wanted to plug my segue business. Um, Selling segways. Segway tours and um, segway sales and rentals here in Dayton. There it is. Speaking of segway sales and rentals. I'm taking umbrage with that. I'm your host, <laughs> Brian Costco, all over the place. Browns lose. We hope you still found this a little bit entertaining. I want to thank all of my guests for joining me. What? Cavalcade co-host. Cavalcade co-host, a buffet of buddies, a bushel <laughs> of pals. Uh, we hope some of them will join me again next week when hopefully the Browns will lose by two. To the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your one source for force for hosting this podcast. Uh, we hope you join us again soon. Go Browns! Go Browns! Hey, it's free!